was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me by Zoom today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hi there, Mr. Case. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Zoom. Does that tell you anything? <laughs> that. How about that? We'll just leave it right there. You're doing good. That's right. I'm oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're doing good. Um, Lil. Yes. We've talked several times on the show about the wellness program that we have here at the husband. Oh, yes. Fun things that we've done. It's a program that we started several years ago and every year we've worked to kind of enhance it. And it, there's kind of a, a natural evolution of different things, things that we're doing this year. It's evolved to include some mental health aspects and just a variety of other accessible mm-hmm. exercises, things that are designed to try to just help us stay active. There's a competitive element involved in it, which I know doesn't get anybody excited here. <laughs> Not at all. It's <laughs> about the competition aspect of it. Um, but, but this year, Lil, we added jumping rope as one of the oh. approved exercises. So yes, have, we you, did. have you been jumping rope? I have been trying. Yes. I'm a skipper. I'm not a jumper. I'm a skipper. If your feet are going over the rope, that's jumping rope, right? Yes. Hop. um, What I say. Whatever. As long as you're getting over that rope. It got me thinking a little bit though, about which is the better exercise overall running Hmm. or jumping rope. Oh, I I found this article on the healthy.com. Uh, that actually compares the two exercises. So I thought I'd show oh. you. Oh, you good. So just, just to lay the foundation that when it comes to picking the best do anywhere cardio workout, both running and jump rope kind of stand out as top contenders. These are the kind of things that you can do on your own time. It uh, doesn't take a lot of equipment. The both get your heart rate up. They strengthen your lungs and your heart and they get you sweating. So they're both good things, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Which is the best thing is the question. That's what we want to know, right? right? So uh, they're both known for requiring little to no equipment. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, to run, all you just need is a pair of shoes to jump rope. All you need is, well, a jump rope, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ready to go. Both can be done outside, which is a major bonus for anyone looking for a change of scenery and a little fresh air. And who couldn't use a little <laughs> fresh air right now in their lives, right? Absolutely. So, if you want to add more cardio to your exercise routine, which is better is the question, running or jumping? Okay. Uh, the, the reality is the answer depends a lot on different factors. So let's take a look at both of them. First, we're going to start with jumping rope and we're going okay. to start with the pros of jumping rope. Okay. Okay. The, the reasons you should jump rope. The first one, it is an efficient workout. Hmm. And if you've been trying to skip jump rope or jump rope, you yeah. can be a workout, right? Yeah. Jumping rope is a great exercise to boost your heart rate and work your heart and lungs. Its ability to raise your heart rate quickly also means that it's a good calorie burner. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You can turn up the intensity anytime you want simply by jumping faster or by using a weighted rope uh, if you mm-hmm. want to go that route. But uh, the experts recommend that you want to start if you're unfamiliar with jumping rope or you haven't done it since elementary school or whatever, maybe start with just a regular speed rope if you're new to the sport. Another benefit of jumping rope is that it strengthens your lower body. Mm. A good thing as well. Jumping good. 
also, um, like I said, build strength in the lower body. That's according to Jacques Crockford, who is a certified personal trainer and exercise physiology content manager for the American Council on Exercise. Jumping quickly off the ground over and over again works the muscles in the lower legs and ankles. This motion does put stress on your body, but it's in a new way, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Over time, that allows you to build quick explosive strength that can help prevent injuries when you're doing other sports or activities. So hmm. jumping rope is a great cross trainer, regardless oh. of what your main sport is. It's a good cross trainer. Uh, the next thing that is a good thing about jumping rope, it improves coordination. They say that it requires significant mind-body communication to do successfully. And when you're just starting out, it's likely to feel a little bit hard. You kind of alluded to that, that it's yes. <laughs> in elementary school. I'll admit I grabbed a rope the other day and thought, oh, I'll just, you know, pound these, uh, these jumps out really quick. And I kept missing, you know, <laughs> I, I kept missing. It was kind of embarrassing. I was surrounded by people who were watching and laughing so <laughs> harder than you think uh, it can be a little frustrating to not be good at what we all consider kind of an elementary playground school activity but if you stick with it and practice your coordination will improve and you'll start to feel that it's going much easier so that does help with your coordination uh, another benefit of jumping rope is that it protects your bones it can work your core and your arms as well as helping to increase bone density it involves impact. Obviously, you're jumping, but if you jump only one or two inches off the ground, you keep your knees bent as you land and then stay light on your toes. Jumping rope can be less stressful on your joints than running. Oh, I, I, I would have thought the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so that's good to know. Maybe you're doing it wrong. Maybe. <laughs> Highly possible. <laughs> that's like a few good things about jumping rope, right? Right. Yeah. Um, there are some cons to jumping rope. The first one they say is that it can be boring. Oh, uh, they say it's really hard mentally to jump rope for a long time. It's great for short cardio intervals or even a full 10 minute workout, but it can feel a little monotonous to jump rope for a lot longer than that. And I, I, I think I can relate with that. Yeah. Uh, it does take practice. Like I said, a lot of people find that it's unenjoyable because it's not easy to master, which is normal, but with some practice, you can get better but you do have to stick with it for a little while and practice regularly. So um, those are some of the cons of jumping. Mm. So pros and cons to everything. Let, let's talk just a second really quickly about running. We'll start okay. with pros if that's okay. Yep. Uh, running is good for your heart and lungs. That's not a surprise, mm -hmm. right? You knew that? No. Running in and of itself is a great cardiovascular activity. That's according to uh, Crockford. He says you can run at your own pace and make the workout as intense by running sprint intervals or running up a hill, or you can make it low key if you want to by jogging at a leisurely pace as you like. Even running slowly has great benefits for heart and lungs. So, you know, both cases are good, but uh, good yeah. for lungs. Uh, the second benefit of running is that it does burn calories. Running burns a significant number of calories and the faster and longer you run, the more you'll burn. Interestingly, and I did find this interesting, both jumping rope and running at an eight and a half mile per minute pace burn calories at a similar rate. Oh. So um, eight and a half miles per minute is, uh, or yeah, so eight and a half mile per minute. That's a pretty good pace. That's not, yeah. but that's a, that's a pretty reasonable pace. So if you could 
jump rope as long as you could run if it, if the monotonous doesn't get to you. If you decided to go that route, but right. uh, anyway, another good thing about running, it boosts your mood. A lot of people find that running makes a huge difference in their mental health. So it's a true runner's high, or you're just having a chunk of time to focus on your movement. Many listen to music or a podcast while they're running and running can be a great stress reliever. So that's a positive thing. Even though we think of it primarily as a cardio activity, running also works your legs, your glutes, and your core. Running is a great exercise for maintaining healthy bones as well. So a few other good things about running. It doesn't require any special skill. We're all naturally capable of of running. We know what running is. It doesn't require the same sort of skills that jumping rope does. So that's a good thing. That doesn't mean to say that it's easy. Most of us can just get up and go without stumbling over a piece of equipment, but it's not necessarily (laughs) the easiest thing to do. Uh, There are some cons to running. You want to hear a few of those? Yes. (laughs) Talk you out of the running thing. (laughs) Yes. This is why I don't run. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up. Coming up. Yes. (laughs) Some of the cons. There is a risk for injury with running. Uh, In fact, running is kind of notorious for injuring people. Mm -hmm. According to Yale Medicine, at least 50% of regular runners get hurt each year. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Most of those injuries Mm -hmm. come from overuse, which occurs when tendons, nerves, muscles, or any other part of the body is subjected to the same strain over and over again. Uh, Running does also put a lot of impact on joints which isn't necessarily going to be guaranteed to cause you an injury, but it does have that impact. The problem is that many people take up running and then they neglect to supplement it with cross training that strengthens the muscles used and prepares the body for the impact. Uh, A lot of us uh, just decide we're going to run and then we just run. Uh, Always a good idea to throw a little cross training in regardless of what Mm -hmm. you're doing. If you run often and don't do much else in terms of exercise over time, that repetitive motion may contribute to injury. So you need to make sure that you're also stretching and strength training to keep your body healthy. Um, Another con is that it takes a while to adjust to the workout. So Mm. if you've ever tried running, you know that it generally (laughs) feels pretty awful for quite some time. Is Is that fair to say? Totally fair. Okay, That's so why I don't run. <laughs> it takes a while to get the conditioning in place and get used to running. Uh, when you yeah. get to the point, you know, the point where, where they say that it feels good and maybe even a little euphoric. I will say I am not, I'm not a runner. I, I don't run all the time, but I do run on occasion. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. yet to reach the runner's high or the euphoric. <laughs> and I don't know what that is. People are talking about it. I don't know what that is. I haven't reached it. I think it's a myth. (laughs) (laughs) The best, uh, the best way to ease into a regular running habit is to mix it with walking. They say, so Mm -hmm. try walking for four minutes and then running for one or two minutes and repeat that ratio for 30 minutes. And you've got a workout in Mm -hmm. Do that for a few weeks and then decrease your walking time by a minute and up your running time by a minute and keep shifting the ratio of running to walking as your body becomes accustomed to the demands and you could become a runner, Lil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I talk you into it. I I don't think you have. Sorry. <laughs> so the big question is whether running or jumping rope is better. I'm actually going to leave that up to our listeners to decide. Yeah, for there are they're both great workouts, especially yep. if you do it correctly. Uh, you can get a great workout for either one mm-hmm. of them. So, Lil, yep. today's guest, 
I know. I'm excited. Today's guest is a real treat. She is a friend, compatriot, and a fellow staff member. Yes, she is. Here at the Huntsman World Senior Games, Lori Swayden. She grew up in Salt Lake City. She attended the University of Utah, where she earned a Bachelor of Arts in English and then later a master's degree in educational studies. She taught English and history for 30 years, which is awesome. Thank you for your service there. That's fantastic. Yes. Lori says she's tried to stay active all her life. She's enjoyed playing a variety of sports, including soccer, volleyball, racquetball, pickleball. But her first love is dance. She started dancing when she was three years old and continued all the way through college. She now does Zumba and other dance classes three to four times a week. She loves to read and travel and spend time with family and friends. Lori, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Guys, thanks for having me. This is fun. Well, (laughs) you know, it's fun because Lil had to join us by Zoom, but we're in the same room. That's mostly socially distanced. We are, yeah. But uh, I think we're we're safe. Um, But uh, anyway, we're uh, we're excited to have you on the show, Lori. And yes, looking forward to tapping your brain on a couple of things that you have at least some personal experience with. Right. right. And the first one we want to talk about is e-bikes. E-bikes. They are my new passion. Uh, (laughs) I'm all over it. So tell us how you arrived at finding your passion for e-bikes. Well, I'll try to connect it to your discussion of uh, jump rope and running uh, because one of the things that I found as I've gotten older is that I need to try to do a variety of activities. Otherwise, I get injured. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, even back in college, I started running. And I got to where I could run about four miles at a time at a, you know, leisurely pace. Sure. And um, lo and behold, my knee started giving me trouble. You started to get injured. Yeah. Yeah. So I knocked that off and uh, moved over (laughs) to some team sports, some other things that uh, weren't so strenuous on my body. But still, uh, even with my Zumba, there are certain things that I have to modify the movements um, because I just don't feel like they're something that I can do. Uh, safely. Yeah. And so that was one of the reasons that I started looking into e-bikes because I wanted to add another activity um, to my list of activities so that I wasn't working the same muscles and doing the same thing repetitively all the time. And um, I also wanted to look for things that I could do outside and uh, e-bike offered me that kind of thing. Now, I had done some cycling when I was younger, but I've never been a cyclist. An avid cyclist, right? No, no, I would never say avid (laughs) in front of cycling with me. Um, In fact, I go about two blocks on my little huffy bike and I'm exhausted with, you know, just going a few blocks at a time at a slight incline. And, um, and so it wasn't fun. I, yeah, I just felt yeah. like it was so much work uh, that I just didn't want to keep doing it. So um, anyway, we took a trip to Durango, Colorado uh, to see some friends a while back. And we were looking for something fun to do, an activity that we could do out of doors that everybody would be able to do. And we decided to rent e-bikes. And we went down to a um, bike path and we got on our e-bikes and we drove down this lovely, lovely path by this gorgeous river where people were fly fishing and we went through parks and we ended up downtown Durango and we parked our bikes and went shopping. 
it was so much fun. There were six of us who had gone on the trip. And when we came back, we all six of us bought e-bikes. I got to give me one Yes, we immediately started looking into them and we all bought e-bikes. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And I think there's a couple of things that are worth uh, emphasizing. One is that concept of cross-training. Right. Um, and, and we're not going to spend a ton of time on that, but it's an important concept. So whether your sport is swimming or, or track or field, track and field, it's softball, soccer, mm-hmm. running, whatever it is, that concept of cross-training is so important in the area of trying to avoid those injuries. That's not to say that you're guaranteed to be injury-free. Of course, there's no right. guarantee of anything like that, but you can really reduce your chances of injury if you do a little bit of cross-training, throw some new things in there, some strength training, resistance training, uh, a variety of different things. Um, The second thing that I love about e-bikes is just the accessibility. Yes. If, if you've ever been on a bike and you've ever, you know, felt that burn in your legs because (laughs) it's new to you or whatever it is, let me tell you, the e-bike might be your solution. Would you agree with that? Yes. E-bikes make it doable and fun. And I have to tell you that, um, one of the friends that went with me on this trip, um, she was, she's somebody who I would consider a non-athlete. She's, yeah. she's active, but she has never done sports that I know of. And, you know, she was pretty frustrated because, you know, as we get older, it becomes more and more difficult it's to harder. keep the pounds sure. off, to stay in shape, to not get injured. And so when we did this e-bike thing, she was thrilled. She just couldn't stop talking about how much fun she'd had, how it made her feel good about herself because she was able to keep up with everybody. She wasn't like, you know, having to stop and get off the bike and walk it up the hill. Yeah. Which can um, be frustrating. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, uh, it, it makes it so it's not enjoyable and you're less likely to want to do it again. Um, she just felt so good about herself and felt so confident um, that she was the first one to buy a bike. She yeah. was, she was, this is and, for me. Yeah. And now she's got a bike rack for her car so she can put <laughs> the bike on and go. That is awesome. It is. It, it's just been so much fun. No, I, I got, I got to say, well, Lil, have you ever ridden an e-bike? Are you? No. Okay. I never have. So I, I had an experience and I, I'll agree. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's a ton of fun. Lots of fun. Um, I have a brother-in-law who uh, he, he, he actually reviews online uh, electric um, modes of transportation. So skateboards and scooters and e-bikes, and he's been doing it for a while. And so we've had a ton of fun with scooters and different things. When he, did, when he did his first e-bike, he let everybody kind of ride it. And I'm going to tell you what, like there was, there was, it was, there was a contagion almost that went through the the family, you know, that, that uh, got a chance to do it. Everybody had ridden it. And it's just like what you said, you get on it and you feel that little bit of boost, that little bit yep. of help. And it's just like, you can't help but smile. Right. It's just a ton right. of fun. <laughs> I will say this though, on my one and only so far e-biking experience, the only, um, I, I got to ride it last. And so I jumped on it and I rode it and I was like, wow, this, this is fun. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm like you, I'm not a cyclist. I've, I've had bikes and I've ridden bikes, but I've never cycled competitively. This is fun. Let's take this a little bit further. So we went out a little bit further and then, but this is so much fun. I'll go a little bit further on this great system that we have here in St. George, Utah. Uh, athletes, when you come to the games, they know about it. It's just a, a wonderful trail system. 
Um, by the time we got to where we were going to turn around, my battery was dead. Oh, no. And That's so not, not only was I not getting the boot, but I was also carrying around about 100 extra pounds of bike. Yes. My way home. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> don't have that extra. It, it definitely yeah. became a workout for sure. But I had a great time. It was a ton of fun. And the great thing that I think about e-bikes is you get to control yes. how much help that you get. Right. If you don't want that extra boost and you just want to you know, go along, that's fine. If you just want to keep it down on level one where it just mm-hmm. kind of helps compensate for the extra weight of the bike right. or you're riding along and you hit that hill, instead of having to jump off, you can boost a little bit more. It really makes it accessible. Yeah, it certainly does. And, and um, when I, I wrote an article for our Time Out magazine on e-bikes and one of the things that I learned about them is there's three different classes. There's a class one that, only has pedal assist um, and it automatically kicks in when you start pedaling and then it it only has one pedal doesn't have gears that you can shift okay and so you can only go up to about 20 miles an hour which is plenty fast on a bike (laughs) yeah but it just the the assist kicks in automatically on a class one Um, the bike that i bought was a class two and it has uh the pedal assist but you can ride it as a regular bike with just the gears to start with then you can turn on pedal assist and you have five levels of pedal assist. Okay. So then, so you have that. And I usually keep mine on between one and two and I turn it off to zero if I'm on flat ground. Cause I do still want to get a workout. Yeah, you want to get it, right? some exercise. And yeah. I do, I, you know, I, I, I get a good workout. Um, and then there's a uh, class three, which is like class one in that. Oh, sorry, sorry. got to back up. Class two also has a throttle. Yes. Where it turns your bike into a little mini bike, which is super, <laughs> oh. you know, for the kids especially. But the only time I ever use that is if I'm like, I'm going to go across like a busy street yeah, and I need to do it quickly. And so I will use the throttle to help me do that quickly. That makes sense. Or if there's a big honking hill that even <laughs> pedal assist is going to, I know I'm not going to make it up with some help. So I'll use the throttle sometimes for that or just sometimes for fun. Because it is fun. fun. You don't have to (laughs) You just glide along. You feel that boost and it is fun. (laughs) And it's really fun. And then the class three is like class one in that it only has pedal assist. It does not have a throttle, but you can go up to 28 miles an hour. Yeah. Wow. That's for people who maybe want to get into long distance and racing and all that stuff. Yeah. If you're buying a class three bike, you're probably serious cyclist, <laughs> serious e-biker. I so say. in in the research that you did, uh, is there a good place to find out more information about e-bikes? There is. Um, what I did is I went to, I just, I just Googled um good e-bikes or good electric bikes and i got some really good articles there was one on bicycling.com um, that not only gave you different types of bikes and manufacturers but also explained you know different size motors and why you would want that and different placement of the motors and you know how that all works and how the batteries work and so it gave yeah. me a lot of really good information before I went to test drive some. And that would be another thing that I would suggest for listeners is if you want to look into getting an e-bike, I would definitely do some research. And then I would also see if you can find a bike shop where you can go and test, test drive. Test mm-hmm. drive some because some are uh, 
there is hundreds of styles and you need to think about what you want to do with it. Some people use them for commuting back and forth to work. Some people use them just strictly recreational. Some people take long trips. So it really depends on what you want to use it for. Um, But you can find out a lot of information simply by doing a Google search or going to a bike shop and talking to somebody. Awesome. Lori, great advice. Yeah. Well, I hope everybody will join me on those bike systems, you know. It's, yeah, it's, tons of kind of makes me want to try one. Yeah, I'll try that. Will, and you can try mine. It's <laughs> it really it is fun. But thank you so much. We, we appreciate your research and just sharing your experience. And yeah. this, bikes may not be for everybody. If you're right. a cyclist and you, you know, that's your sport, this may not be appealing to you. But for cross training or for people just, you know, trying to get outside and do a little bit something extra, an e-bike might be the way to go. Yeah, definitely. So just to wrap things up here, we want to invite you to head on over to one of our sister sites. This is yourepic.com. There you can register and learn more about Epic Virtual Events. We've got a series of 5K races, great involvement medals, just a a ton of fun, a great way to kind of motivate you, keep yourself going. Check out thisisyourepic.com. Don't forget that team registration for the Huntsman World Senior Games is now open. So if you're a team manager, uh, head over to seniorgames.net and get that taken care of. We have well over 500 teams that are registered so far for the games in October. And then also remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and turn it into a podcast and you can find this uh, and other episodes as well right on our website, which is once again, seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspiration inspirational thought comes from the legendary Dolly Parton. Oh, good. Because the way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with a little rain. It's true. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.